What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 97. Come up on 100. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. What's up, buddy? Man, 100's coming up. We got to plan a big party or something, huh? Big party. Big party. Huge party. <laughs> we had a big party today, though. <laughs> this has been some of the most news that I've ever seen in like a three-hour period. What a day to be recording a podcast because what happened this morning in uh, London was just horrific, uh, disgusting, maddening, just awe-inspiring in all the wrong ways. And then we got some Tiger news, but I think we got to talk to Liv because last time we talked, like none of this had happened, right? DJ hadn't been uh, been on Liv. He wasn't official. Phil obviously wasn't official until yesterday. All these scumbags are going over to, uh, to play in this thing and and how they all acted and what they all said today showed a light on some really scummy human beings. I'm looking at you, Graham McDowell, you, Dustin Johnson, you, Louis Tyson, you, Kevin, not you, Taylor, Taylor Gooch. You yeah, are that scum. You that are Taylor, scum. That Taylor Gooch quote was tough. That, that was these tough. guys are all garbage people, like just terrible people for what they said. No, I absolutely agree. So the last time we recorded, I'm not even 100% sure that the field was out. No, uh, I don't think the field was officially announced because I think I even made fun of it. Like, oh, they're never going to release this thing. But now it's real. First photos of like Dustin Johnson yesterday were coming out of him on the range. Like he's hitting golf balls in front of live signs, whatever. It's mm-hmm. very strange because I was starting to get kind of like fire festival type vibes yeah. from this. Like it was just never going to happen. And then when the field came out, there was really no surprise. Everybody that we thought was going to be on there was on there except Phil. But obviously he eventually joined like everybody really thought he was going to. Mm -hmm. And then DJ was the big one where everyone was like, holy shit, DJ is actually doing it. And whatever, maybe this was going to be the only one he was going to play in, blah, blah, blah. Comes out that he took $150 million from the murderers over there. Yeah. And he has now officially resigned from the PGA Tour, meaning we will not see him on a week-in, week-out basis. Well, we never did, but you know what I mean. He won't be playing in these events anymore. Mm-hmm. The majors is something different because it's a diff- all of them are separate. They're different entities. They can govern themselves however they see fit. He's obviously won the Masters, and you're allowed to play that tournament until the day you die. Who knows if they change that because of DJ? I have no idea. He's currently exempt into all four majors. So this is where it gets tricky. He can't be on Ryder Cup teams. He can't be on President's Cup teams. I think it's very funny that Kevin Na thinks the rules are going to change because they want Kevin Na on a Ryder Cup team. (laughs) I have the same chances of making a Ryder Cup team than Kevin Na does. I don't know what that guy smokes in the morning. He's high off his balls if he thinks he's ever going to touch that team. Mm -hmm. But the DJ thing is wild. I did... Obviously, he was like rumored a couple months ago. Remember in February, everybody was like, oh, DJ's going to go to Saudi and Bryson's going to go to Saudi. And then everyone made the same statement at the same time. Like, I support the PGA Tour. And he released one of those. And then four months later, he's taking $150 million and in, in playing in London. Yeah, he's doing it for uh, it's the best decision, Riley, for he and his family. Finally, right. his family can just relax and take a deep breath and realize that financially that financially they're going to be okay for the rest of their lives. Cause it was tough there because DJ has only made just over $74 million on the golf course in his career. Um, he's, he's been a, a rep for such little companies as like NetJets, which can't pay a lot. It's just a private junk company. Uh, he's been an endorsement for um, a small bank in Canada called the bank of Canada, the RBC bank of Canada. So probably not a lot of money coming in there. 
And so now finally, thanks to these killers in Saudi Arabia, DJ can play less golf, make a lot of money, and his family can rest at night knowing that tomorrow they will have enough money to have food and shelter. So congratulations, DJs. What a great move for your family. Uh, and if we're not even just going to look at DJ, uh, his his wife is uh, Gretzky's daughter. Wayne Gretzky, so, right? The hockey player. <laughs> correct. Wayne Gretzky's daughter. So I don't think the family is going to struggle with money no. at any point. And I had some friends who were making jokes, too, about like, wow, that wedding must have been expensive. Like, it's like, I think Wayne Gretzky can front the bill for I that. Think Wayne like, can I think Wayne can flip that. Fine. Yeah, I think Wayne can flip that for sure. And so, you know, DJ had to go out there today and talk. And it's the most I've ever seen, like, DJ really talk, right? Usually at PGA Tour press conference, he's just like, I don't, I use a black butter. It's a black kind of tail, man. I'm just, like, he's just a stupid idiot when he talks. And today, he actually had to, like, have some things to say, though he really didn't say anything. But the, the biggest dolt today was Graham McDowell. Did you see Graham McDowell today? Um, I saw that everybody was going. I didn't get a chance to. I was busy writing a bunch of stuff this morning, so right. I didn't get a chance to watch the video. But just by the reactions, I know he's a scumbag. He said <laughs> in a straight face, I tried to be a role model, a great role model for kids. Yikes. While he's sitting on a stage collecting money from killers, I try to be this. And he called it the, uh, he just, he called it like, you know, we're just trying to be our best and, and grow this game and do all this. Like you're taking money from killers, Graham McDowell. Just admit it. Just don't, don't lie to us and tell us like, yeah, that's what we're trying to do here. Like you're, you're being, you're, you're being an ass. And I, one thing that these guys don't realize is obviously everyone out in the golf world and fans, whatever, thinks these people are scumbags. There are some people that don't, which is wild to me. I don't understand how you don't think these guys are doing something morally wrong. If someone on that stage just sat up there and said, they are paying me a shitload of money and that is why I'm here. I would yeah. have way more respect for somebody like that. And on the other hand, than having like Graham say something like he did or, or Gooch saying something like he did. But this guy on Twitter made a really great point. Brian Floyd, Brian at Brian M. Floyd on Twitter. He said, when something reprehensible happens, people use language to soften it over time. For example, the Khashoggi situation, which actually means a person was lured to a Saudi embassy, executed and dismembered with a bone saw. He's referencing Graham McDowell saying, we're not politicians. You know, that situation with that journalist Khashoggi is, is bad. But like that situation, he was murdered and cut up. And these are the guys that are, are funding this league you're going into. And we're all supposed to just be like, well, if they offered you and I get a lot of dumb idiots on Twitter who have read my stuff like, oh, you're telling me if the Saudi Times was going to offer you 75 million a year, you wouldn't go. Like, that's just such a stupid goddamn argument to make. And, you know, Graham McDowell showed his ass to everybody today at this thing. I'm also not 100% sure what the whole I'm not a politician like. Argument. I don't understand. That's my thing. I, I don't. Like you I'm need not, to be a politician to understand that like killing someone's wrong. Like what the fuck are you talking I about? I hate when people try to take a topic that's not political at all and makes it like political. Like that's why I, I replied to something on Twitter saying like, yeah, Graham, you're not a politician, but you're a human being. These are all human rights. Like I don't want to get into the, you know, I don't want to get into the politics of executing 81 people, which happened March 12th, 2022 in Saudi Arabia. One of the biggest mass executions in history. Literally like three months ago. This three months ago. This isn't something that happened 40 years ago. This is this 90 days ago. 90 like, days ago. It happened during the NFL offseason. Like it happened like it, it's been like it's so it's so fresh. 
And he's like, oh, I don't want to get political. This isn't political, you dipshit. There's nothing political about this. And for all the people out there like, oh, you know, you're being political. No, we aren't. We're, we're saying don't take this money from these, these scummy people that have been killing people and been treating people horribly for all these years. So to watch these guys actually try to, like, talk their way through it today was awful. And I loved all the Twitter backlash. And I hope all this backlash just continues. I hope we don't relent and just let this kind of just be its thing because it needs to be every time it's brought up, it needs to be shit on because these people are terrible fucking people for what they're doing. I don't think I don't think it'll ever go away just because there's enough people now on social media that have a big enough influence on golf. Like no laying up is never going to (laughs) lay up on these guys. You know what I mean? Like there's just that's just not going to happen. There's too many of those kind of people. Mm-hmm. It'll be very interesting to see when this shit show starts in a couple days. Like, and I was thinking about too, like golf, just like golf viewership. I don't think the Saudis care about viewership. I think maybe eventually they will, but they just have so much money as we've seen. Like, they don't care if people watch or don't watch. But like, who's gonna watch this stuff, right? Like, golf hardcores like yourself, myself, no laying up, anyone else on golf Twitter. We struggle to watch all the golf events. And we really like the ones that matter the most, right? The majors, the players, you know, stuff with history behind it. And so these guys feel like Phil Mickelson was announced yesterday and there's five other names that are announced with them. I had to Google each name and be like, is this a real person? And there's a lot of that. And now they have like these team names that they put up with like, their clip art, like logos. There is no intrigue. Like who is their audience to watch these events and tune into these events? I don't know. I, and it's, <laughs> I mean, if you put all these names in a hat and call it like the, 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 you know, the Des Moines open, like it would just be a random tour event, you know, like no one would watch that DJ and Phil are headlining it. Like, okay. I don't need to watch that. It is. It's, it's really hard because outside of literally DJ D I want to get this straight just on the record. Okay. Let's get this on the record. Dustin Johnson is the only good golfer in London this week. Right. On a professional level, no one else in that field is doing jack shit on the PGA Tour anytime soon. Yes, Louis in has a bunch of runner-ups. That was last year. Whatever. He chokes down the stretch. I'm not worried. What, Lee Westwood's going to win a major this year? Charles Schwartzel's going to win the fucking Masters? No. Ian Poulter's going to win a bunch of tournaments? Like, what are we talking about? It, so, it, DJ hasn't won since that November match. His last win, very funny, is the Saudi International. The last time he won a golf tournament was in Saudi Arabia for these assholes. That was so, right. I, I, like, it's crazy. He hasn't won on the PGA Tour in over, what, two years? Well, not over two years. He won the Nova, He won the fake Masters. What's his, right. what's his last win before the fake one? I don't even know. know. He, he would win, like, every year. He had that streak. He did, it, what, he won for, like, 12 straight years or whatever. I'm not saying but, DJ sucks. What I'm saying is right. y- you have guys in this field in London this week that could not make a cut at a corn fairy tour event. And that's not a shot at the corn fairy tour. That's no. just the players we're dealing with. They could have snuck our names on that list and everybody would have been like, Oh, okay. That's right. how little these people are known. I wrote this about DJ and tell me if I'm crazy here, but I don't think I am right. Right after DJ made his announcement, I was basically saying good riddance. Like you're, he's a gigantic bore. Like, do you ever find yourself on a Sunday being like, Ooh, I got to tune in and see if DJ can close this out. No. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, do I, I never had anything against DJ. No. I, he was one of the most like just impartial stars in any sport. It's just like, I don't know. Like, does Dustin Johnson have like fans? And no, that's not think- meant to be a dick, but are there millions of people out there? Like, man, I fucking I love Dustin Johnson. I, I love Dustin. And that might be, I'm not 
plugged in or whatever. I just don't no. think there's that many. You have millions of people that love Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, all these guys, Tiger, obviously. I, I don't know if I've ever met one person where I'm like, oh, who's your favorite player on tour? And you know what? DJ. I and fucking I, love DJ. Yeah. I call him a bore because just exactly what you're explaining. Like, there was, there's never been a thing about DJ that has allowed like us to like go in, all in on DJ to like be a fan of his. Because what does he do? He wins, a, he wins an event and he just does a wave, a little fist bump. Like, I grew up in the Tiger age of like going crazy, going nuts, having fun, like speed doing electric things. Justin Thomas fucking putting his foot down and going for it. And DJ just like, very good golfer. Tremendous golfer. Yeah, he's incredible. He's tremendous golfer. But there's never anything to like pull you into the DJ show. It's just gonna, he's gonna he's gonna hit his drive far and like who gives a shit how far drives go on TV. I don't I don't sit there going like wow 382 yards that's amazing. Like and then he finally will win the event and you'll get no payoff of like this meant like, he cried after the Masters. That was the first time we saw any emotion from him. And I'm like okay here's new DJ and then he's like no you're back to being same old DJ. Which the Masters was awesome. I loved his thing after the Masters. It was yeah, like, it was great. great. Was some great. Of the, I, was, I remember I was finally like, wow, because I used to rip him a lot because he just he was such a bore to watch. Like you know, he should be a lot more of like a fan favorite than he is. And you're right. Like I don't think there's a big DJ fandom out there. And so for them to be like, we've got DJ. It's like you could throw DJ in any event and just have him and Phil as a big guys. And I'm, I don't I don't give a shit. No. And we're talking about legitimately what a top. What, like 40 golfer ever? I don't know. Like, he is as yes. talented as anybody. And it's just, I don't know. <laughs> like, like if you say it a Sunday, like, say it a Sunday and you had a, you had DJ making a run or you had Max Homa making a run, who would you rather watch make a run? No, exactly. That's what I mean. Speed versus DJ, yeah. JT versus DJ. Like, there's no, there's nothing special. And now DJ, like, he gets to play fewer events, which means you know he's not going to be practicing as much. You know he's already got his money. Like, he doesn't give a shit. He's told everybody he wants to retire in his mid forties. Like he doesn't care. Like he's not going to be going balls to the wall. DJ this thing. He's going to be like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady showing up in like, you know, in, in a match play thing. Like these guys are going to play. What is it? Six events a year. Eight. Yeah. Eight events a year. Eight events a year. Like these guys are just never going to play golf. No. And Louis, Louis says, was like, oh, everyone knows me. I want to retire soon too and just live on my farm because I love my farm. But then this came around. But then this, this blood money from killers came around. So I had to take it. Like, do these guys have any PR people in their lives or like, do they have anything like just anyone helping them not look like fucking buffoons that they look like today? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. And there's a couple names. Unless you're like a really golf junkie, you're not going to know any of them. But like that Ogletree kid that won, I'm pretty sure, didn't he win the low am at the Masters a couple years ago? Like the kid's a stud. He played with Tiger for the first couple days. Yeah. And like he's just never going to have a career on the PGA Tour, probably just because he made one decision to like tee it up with a bunch of old fucks. Like, I don't get it. I don't know. It's crazy. And there's Gooch. I'm trying to look up his quote here. Oh, yeah. So Gooch said he didn't agree with that. Uh, the live golf was a participant in sports washing, which it obviously is. He says, I don't think that's fair. Also, I'm a golfer. I'm not that smart. I try to hit a golf ball into a small hole. Golf is hard enough. I try to worry about golf. I'm excited about this week. What a fucking asshole Taylor Gooch is. What an it. asshole. What an ignorant piece of shit Taylor Gooch is for saying stuff like that. If you're going to have the balls to go in this fucking league, be a man and fucking say where you're playing it for. I'm sorry, I'm angry right now. I'm fu- I'm heated right now. This well, no, that's what I, that's what podcast. I said earlier. That's what I said earlier. If you're gonna be a dick, 
just say you're here because they paid you a hundred million dollars. Yeah. All you got to say. Say you don't care about people being killed. You've never met them. You don't know their families. You don't know what happened in situations. Say you just don't care about other humans. You just care about uh, is your bank account set, which it would be if you played in the tour for the rest of your life. And, you know, is, is your family and everything going to be okay, which they're going to be just fine financially. Just, you know, just say you don't care about others. Just go with that. Mm-hmm. And they go, I, I hate growing the game, too. What does growing the game even mean? This isn't going to do jack shit for growing the game. <laughs> they, Lee Westwood and Ian Poulter tweeted out coupon links or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> discount links, whatever. The first 100 people to use my discount code get free tickets to the event. Like five hours later, you could just still use the code. None of these guys bring any sort of juice. I've never met an Ian Poulter, a Lee Westwood fan in my entire life. No. Who is who is going to these? Who is going to this event? They're trying to help the Saudi Arabian culture. And it's like by playing events in London that Saudi Arabian kids aren't going to go to. And like, like what's what do you what do you guys? How easy is this to look through and see exactly what you're doing this for? I just don't get it. I it's just. I don't know. It's insane. It's it's crazy that it's actually like here now. For a while, like I said, it just felt like it was fake. Like it was just never going to happen. Right. And now we're two. What is it? Two days away from knowing, like, team <laughs> fucking guacamole beat. Yeah. Team Sergio Garcia left the tour to be captain of Team Fireball. Yeah, I got I got them all here, right here. I'm about to list them off. So, uh, you know where this is. This is my thing. You know where it's tough when and granted. Anybody out there that gets mad at me for this, and I don't know who this is, maybe he's a European tour guy. I have no idea. C1 Kim is a captain of one of these teams, and Peter Uline is a captain of one of these teams. Peter like, those are the guys that we're talking about being captains of this bullshit league. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Get excited, uh, everybody. Dustin Johnson. His team name is Four Aces. <laughs> And he didn't pick Kokrak, which is tough. I think if you yeah. need, if you have that name, you got to pick Andy's boy, Kokrak. Okay. Four aces. Uh, Graham McDowell is the Niblicks. What is that? That's some English that. shit. I have no idea that what that means. He's a great role model for the kids. Riley, please be nice Ian, to him. Ian Poulter is the Majestics. Ugh. The Majestics. Ugh. S-T-I-X. Oh yeah. No, 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 okay. no. <laughs> no, no, that would have been way better. He missed that. Ah, he missed that. Uh, Kevin Na, the iron heads. These are like the iron heads. These are like when you sign up for a fantasy league and like, ESPN, and they give you and a name. Threw you a name with a logo and they're like, you're the iron heads. And I'm like, all right, team. Iron Those heads. logos that are just like the helmet with like a letter on it. That's what they got going <laughs> Who's getting excited about the team Ironheads? Uh, Louis Uzdason is not plural, just Stinger. That's his team name. Stinger. Love that. Uh, Martin Keimer. Martin, ah! Martin Keimer is a captain in this league. That was the God. quality of golfers. That this we're league about stinks. Right I, did, what's the last time Martin Keimer made a cut on the PGA <laughs> Tour? 2007? Maybe. Uh, Martin Keimer. Th- I mean, I don't know what this means. The cliques, C L E E K S, cliques. No, I don't know what that is. Let's go, cliques. Uh, Peter Uline is the crushers. Oh, yeah, we're the crushers. Uh, Phil Mickelson is the high flyers, H Y flyers. What do you think that means? 
Is that a high bombs? High bombs. Is that what it is? That's going over my head. I didn't get it. It's be called the hiders because he's been your your boy, your your boy Sergio is the uh, fireballs, like you said. Fireballs. I my the last three are my favorite. The last three are my favorite. They're just words. The last three are just words. C1 Kim smash. 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 It's like an old school, like the Batman, like pow, bang, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The cartoon. Smash, like, crash, bang. <laughs> um, Taylor Gooch, another one. Torque. <laughs> <laughs> a loser. What a loser. And Wade Ormsby. Who? Who the fuck is Wayne Ormsby? Wade Ormsby. Is punch. Punch? The last three names are Smash, Torque, Punch. Smash, Torque, Punch. It's a cartoon book. London, come see Smash vs. Torque vs. Punch in the final round of the Live London Invitational. Who's going to win it? Do you like Torque? Will Rumble Sticks make it back into the mix? What about <laughs> Team Ironhead? Team Ironhead's making a push to get past Torque. <laughs> This stinks. stinks. This stinks. I can't like. It's tough that we have to take this seriously. And I don't know if you guys don't follow the Fried Egg on Twitter. They're a great follow. Go follow them. Uh, they posted a screenshot. I'm sure you could go find it on like the Live Golf site or whatever. All their all their logos are up there. They're very funny. Oh, they're, they all look like clip art. Like, MS. and they're all. I guess they're all GC. So like, they're Punch Golf Club. Is that what that means? Punch I GC. I have Torque no. Golf Club. Smash Golf Club. Yo, the Fireball logo is insane. It looks Fire. like a. It looks like a um, like a minor league baseball team. That's what that looks like. And I saw somebody tweeted out like that. Some of the teams already have like players that they like before the draft. They they already have guys. Yeah, they teamed are, up. Like the South Africans teamed up together, right? Ustaisen, Schwartzel. Yeah, and. The other guy, and then there's Poulter, Westwood, and two other guys. <laughs> these these teams that I they're all going to make a ton of money. Yeah, I get that, but there is nothing interesting about any of this. And I I love golf. I watch so much golf. I don't know what to do with myself. Don't care. No, I don't know. I don't. I actually do not know if I could care less about this. Don't care. Like the the obvious. Whoa, shit! I just dropped a quarter. I was playing with. Um. Like, I care about the bad part, but the actual golf part of it, I could not care less. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like. And I saw like Tiger came out today with his with his comment about how he's sitting out the U.S. Open because he wants to play. He wants to be ready for the next major. And like, that's like the fun. Like These guys might still still can play in majors or whatever. But like, you know, Tiger's focused on like the real shit while these guys are playing team fireball. Tiger Woods was offered $1 billion to be part of the Live Golf Series. And he said, go fuck yourself. Yeah, just so we like, could play wow. at St. Andrews next month. Yeah. And people are like, wow, like, that's a lot of money. And, you know, like, that's not a lot of money to Tiger Woods. Tiger has that already. He might have <laughs> that a couple times over already. Like, Tiger's not going to take it and be like, I, this is for my family. You know, my family needs this money. To, this is the best decision for my family. DJ. And I, love, like, I like golfers too who are like, I think Phil said it like I can spend more time with my family now. And like, this is be great. Like normal people have like two weeks of vacation a year. They don't get to spend a lot of time with their family too. They're working all the time, traveling for work, working all day, coming home at night. You know, like if you play 30 times a year, which is a lot for some of these guys, for a lot of these guys, like 
Phil oh, that's spending... sometimes that's like twice as much as some guys play. Exactly. Yeah. Phil yeah. spending a lot of time at home. So all these guys come up with these things that they think are like authentic and like, we'll be like, oh yeah, you want to spend more time. You spend a shit ton more time with your family than normal people do. Mm-hmm. When you spend that time with your family, you do it in mansions, private jets. Like we're not going to be like, oh, what's re- Oh, he wants to spend more time with his wife. What a and guy. for, and for the guys that went over there for a lot of money that already have a lot of money, a lot of their families already go with them week tour to tour when they go to stops. Yes. Their family's there. Finally, I can uh, spend a weekend with my wife and kids. What do you think? It's a, like a coincidence that like kids run on the green when somebody wins. They're there. <laughs> the fuck are we talking about? They're there with you there. when you're winning. Every time. What the fuck are we doing? Billy Horschel just did it the other day. And we all know by now that when professional athletes say they really want to spend time with their family, they do not. Tom are Brady spent three me? hours with his family and came back. And Tom Brady backed out of that decision faster than anybody's ever done anything. <laughs> yeah. And then he got a week at home and he was like, this is what Giselle's got to do. I'm going back to fucking football. I can't stand this. Yeah. Love you, Tom. And so then we got uh, the first event this week and they're streaming it live on what Facebook, YouTube and their website. Uh, yeah. So that's sick. Love that little clown show. Total clown show. Um, uh, quick on tiger. Yeah. Tiger's not playing in the U S open to get smart. all the stuff. Uh, smart. I agree. I, I don't think he was ever going to win. He might've made the cut. I have no idea. He looked pretty shitty on Saturday at Southern Hills. Yeah. He looked terrible. He looked really bad. So the more, the more time he can give that body to rest up for San Andrews where he legitimately, I don't think people understand that San Andrews is probably the easiest walk in golf. I don't know I think if you can you, find more elevation changes in like your kitchen floor. I, I don't know if you walk up a hill bigger than 10 feet at St. No. Andrews. I've never been there, but I'm just inferring. I played Tiger Woods 05 a lot as a kid. Sure. I know about elevation change. I don't, he can win at St. Andrews. Like he can actually win the open in that next month. Yeah. And he wasn't Brookline. And we watched the video last night of Brookline country club. Like that's not a, that's not a walking man's course. There's a lot of elevation changes and stuff. And, and it's weird. So, footing. Yeah. We saw like, I mean, he needs, he needs time away to like get in the gym, get his foot like just as good as it can possibly be. I mean, it's never going to be a hundred percent, but yeah, when I saw that tweet today, it was, I didn't have any like, Oh man, I was like, good. Yeah. That's right. That's the right. Play. Cause if it, if his body is rested, I think he can legitimate. I mean, his game is still there. Yeah. So, and he knows, like, he knows how to play the whole course with you know stingers, and but he doesn't have to be crazy out there. He can be smart, Tiger Woods. Correct. Billy Horschel won the Memorial. I know we're kind of glazing over this stuff, but I mean, Billy Horschel beat everybody's ass. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> yeah. It was it was the Billy Horschel weekend. I, I had Davis Riley, you know, and remember I picked uh, Xander to win because I thought I was jinxing Davis Riley. Mm-hmm. And uh, Davis Riley, once again, yeah, I made the weekend, but once again, a little Sunday fall for my guys. But I know I, I had. Uh, Where did Xander finish? Did Xander, Xander made the cut, right? I think, yeah, no, I think Xander actually had like a top 20, I'm pretty sure, didn't he? I, that might, I, thought it, I thought I saw his name backdoor in there a little bit. Um, Homa with a, with a uh, T5. Yeah, he played great on the opening nine on Sunday. That golf course is so freaking hard, man. If you have one nine holes of like four under, all of a sudden you're just going to be like right there. That's how hard that golf course is. I don't, we obviously only see that golf course once a year, like we do with a bunch of different golf courses, but I love that place. That place is awesome. And it's got all those holes like that you remember, like there's a par five on the front that you remember where they got to like hit down the chute. And then there's the water in front where they can hit over the, the, onto the green. Like there's a lot of, 
there's a lot of familiarities from watching that from watching that tournament here. Yeah, I love that. So I had I put down a couple bets. Obviously, I had Cameron Young, but he kind of he kind of f me. He had a great. I think he was one of the, like, the leaders after the first round, and then after that, he just did nothing. Uh, who yeah. else? He was a popular pick in my pools last week. Word. Yeah. I think he ended up, oh no, he went way down the leaderboard. I'm pretty sure. Like he was tough. I think he was inside like the top 15 to start his round. And then he shot like at 80 or something in the final round. Yeah. He finished T. Wow. He finished T60. He said he, 84 on Sunday. I think he was in like the fifth or sixth last group on Sunday. Yeah, because he was uh, he he was leading or tied for lead after one and two. My buddies had him in the pool, checking in on him, and then he wow, eighty four on Sunday. Yeah, because I ended up I ended up uh, I did like a like a ten dollar parlay on two winners of the golf tournament. I had Cameron Young and Madeline Sackstrom for the U.S. Women's Open, and Cameron was winning, and I think uh, Maddie was inside the top ten after the first round. I'm like, oh my god, we're alive here. Yeah. And then that women's open while it wasn't very competitive. Um, it, it was so much fun watching that golf course. Pine needles is incredible. Those girls are incredible. Uh, Nellie Corda looked like she was about to do the damn thing after not playing golf for like three months. She's so fucking amazing at golf. It's incredible. Yeah. But shout out Minji Lee. Just beat everybody's ass. And it was awesome. Yeah. It's, I was right down the road from Pinehurst, like five minutes away. It just it looks very much like Piners number two and four. It just had me wanting to go back there and play tons of golf. Yeah, all those guys. I feel like that part of the country, all the golf courses. Granted, they don't. They're not the same, but they all look very similar. Yeah, and that, those greens look very much like number two two greens. Like we saw some six shots of like, all right, it's rolling up towards the pin, and oh nope, now it's thirty yards off the green. <laughs> like that stuff. We're like, oh, there's just some nasty stuff. Yeah, Donald Ross is an ass. Yeah. Cameron Young shot an 84 in the final round of the Memorial. Yeah, I just told you that two minutes ago. Oh, did you? Oh, I was too, I was looking up a scorecard, so I didn't hear Yeah, you. come on, man. Tune that's in. that's tough. Jesus. Sorry about that. Sorry, 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 sorry. Do we have anything? Do we have anything else on the news front that we have to cover before we start talking about the uh, Canada Open? No, but I, I, it's going to be very interesting next week at the U.S. Open, right? With all these live guys. If they get in, which I'm, I'm assuming they're going to get in. And then it's going to be a lot of like, I think it's got to be awkward, right? Between the players who are on the PGA tour and these guys. Cause they're like, Hey guys, like you're trying, you're selling out like our product too, by going over there. Like you're, you're trying to make us weaker. And like, we've been here for you. This all of our careers, like as one group. And now you're kind of like jumping over the picket line and joining this other league. And oh, so while I'm thinking about it, I hate when people say like, Oh, you know, the PGA tour, like doesn't let their players play wherever they want. Like, if you're a PGA tour player, you can probably play pretty much wherever you want. You know, you can play on the European tour. Like where else would you play the European tour, or the PGA tour? There's, and like you, you could go play any other little tour you, ever, you probably ever wanted to play, which you probably wouldn't want to be a PGA tour player, but like PGA tour players live a very good life. <laughs> and like they, they get paid very well. They get these lifelong pensions. They get all this good stuff. And I just, I hate all these dumb arguments on Twitter from people. They're just idiots. They are idiots. Big time idiots. So I, I can't get hit by like, people going, literally saying you wouldn't take $75 million. Like, no, if, if I was working for the USA today and they were already paying me $75 million a year, which is like, which, you know, what Dustin's made, like, that just doesn't make any sense. Correct. It's just not the same situation. No. 
like if if golf week was paying me 20 million dollars a year and they offered me 20 million like i'm not going to go over there yeah so i don't know dipshits not great i, not I great. mute so many people on twitter i i as i wrote a column this morning my headline was the live golf tour is so gross and <laughs> like one guy replied to me he's like that article is so one-sided i'm like yeah that's an opinion you douche that's how they work. That's how articles work most of the time. But now I'm like, if anyone like, if anyone on Twitter like, just like, you know, especially when someone doesn't have like a profile photo or a name, it's a quick mute, mute, mute. The mute button on Twitter is the greatest because these probably people are probably still yelling at me like in the abyss and they don't even know. I'm just see. Ya. I love. See ya. And I can take negativity. I see it. It's fine. I'm fine with it. But I'm like, I just don't need you guys chiming in every two minutes. You I kind of like the negativity of every once in a while. I get in the mud a little. Yeah, like every once in a while, I, re- I reply to them with like nice things for some of them. But like some, if you if you don't have a, a photo and your name has like ninety three le- numbers after your, like your name, like see you later. Mm-hmm. I, I remember someone said this girl I know. She said like anyone that has a Twitter f- profile after two thousand twenty, like d- don't even listen to them. Just mute them. <laughs> one of my uh, favorite things to do when I get somebody commenting about one of my things. Cause it makes them really uncomfortable. Cause it's usually like a 45 year old white guy. That's like sitting on his couch, complaining a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I just tweet them the, um, the kissy face emoji and they get very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. They get very mad about that. Which I like. One, one woman hit me up on Instagram one time last week. I was like, did you, were you the guy that wrote about the, the St. Louis blues and the avalanche? And I wrote back, I replied to her. No, but what was it about? <laughs> <laughs> just messing <with> people. <laughs> no. Oh, what was it about? It sounds juicy. What yeah, happened sounds, there? Sounds like a great writer. Yeah. Find out about this blues avalanche story. It sounds like a smart guy. Um, so we were talking before we started recording, we were talking about the, the U.S. Opens next week, which is very exciting. The golf course looks spectacular. Blind. There's a hole by hole video by a, a, by a company that will not be named, but it is very yeah. good. So very go exciting. watch it on YouTube. But before we sure. get there, we have the Canada Open this week. Yeah, and this place looks sweet as well. This place does look awesome. It hosted this event for the last time. I believe it was 2010. I'm not 100% sure if they've hosted any sort of professional event since then, but this golf course looks incredible. It's a par 70, but I'm pretty sure if my if I remember from this morning, it's three par three or three par five still, and I think there, what is that math? That means there's five par threes? Yeah. That bath correct. So it looks incredible. It looks kind of um I don't want to say target golf, but it's a little bit on the shorter side. The fairways look kind of skinny, the greens look small. Pretty much the perfect warm-up for the country club next week. It does. Yeah, that's kind of that. what the country club is. It's like the country club are tiny greens. Fairways are going to be hard to hit. It looks like there's a lot of elevation chains at St. George's, too. So I think that's this week's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 pumped for it. Defending champion is technically Roy McIlroy. Uh, it's not the same course, and it was three years ago. Wow, almost shot 59 in the last round. He's done this before, where he's been the defending champ. Where they he was the defending champ with the players, right? When they t- took the break. Correct. Yep. Yeah, missed the cut there, so maybe he misses the cut this week. Nah, I don't think so, but maybe who knows? <laughs> <laughs> There's high pot. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say I wouldn't mind him missing the cut this week. He, he, usually, play, he usually plays really fucking well when he misses the cut the week yeah. after. So we'll see. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is in the field. So is Sam Burns, who those two just went at it in a playoff at the Charles Schwab. Sam Burns winning. Scotty Scheffler not winning. I think if Scotty wins this week, it'll be, what, his fifth win in 10 starts. 
I believe. Everybody just keeps using that stat and increasing the amount of starts because it's still cool that he's won a bunch this year, but I think it would be five and ten. Mm-hmm. Justin Thomas, Cameron Smith, Shane Lowry, Big Tone, Big Tony Finau, who's playing some oh. good golf, foreshadowing one of my picks later, just letting you know. Ooh. The golf course is St. George's Golf and Country Club, par 77,014 yards. Pretty cool. Key stats, it's a second-shot golf course. Driving accuracy is going to be important. You're going to need to find fairways, but you're able to kind of club down off a lot of the boxes, so you're going to be able to peg three-wood, five-wood a lot of the times. Uh, and then strokes in around the green scrambling percentage is going to be important. Small greens, so when everybody misses greens, having guys with really good short games is going to help you a lot. Course fit, I don't know any of the golf courses. I'm not going to lie to you. Trending, Scotty Scheffler's number one, Cameron Smith's number two, and Rory McIlroy's number three. Percent chance to win, Scotty Scheffler, 10.2%. Rory McIlroy, 9.4%. Justin Thomas at 8.8%. Betting odds, the top 10 in betting odds. Scotty Scheffler at plus 750. Rory is at plus 900. So is Justin Thomas. Cameron Smith's at 1,200. Sam Burns is 13. Shane Lowry's 15. So is Matty Fitzpatrick. And then Tony Finau, Corey Connors, the Canadian himself, is at plus 2,000. And Sir Terrell Hatton is at plus 2,000. Sir Terrell. Your boy. Yeah. Your boy. Your boy. What are we thinking this week? Did you did you already put in your pick for your I haven't. I haven't been uh I was gonna this week I was gonna listen to you because I've just been so caught up all morning with the with the live stuff. And I just looked at it briefly and there's a name that's jumping out to me. Yeah. Friend of the program. Friend of the program. Last time we saw him playing, he had a disastrous finish. But which, which kind of scares me, but he's uh, he's one of my picks just to foreshadow what you're about to say. Let's say his name on three. One, two, three. Harold Varner, the, the third. third. We weren't same pace there. That wasn't as good as our wills out towards. <laughs> I do have to say the last time we did that, I think Willie's missed, missed the cut. cut. Yeah. 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 You don't want your name doesn't want to be sent uh, said in unison on the show because you know, but. but from what I'm reading, this is a shot maker's course has been compared to like a tight course like an rbc classic um i feel like varner's the kind of guy he's been playing so well this year like he's the guy that doesn't it's not gonna let a bad not back nine bust him up um, yeah i i the golf courses look a lot different just because the rbc heritage is like a lot of trees like it's tree line but it's like you're in a forest st george's is also tree lined it just it's not as absurd outside i don't know you even know how to it's not as densely tree line if that makes any sense like you're gonna be in trouble if you miss fairway so they i agree with those would probably play pretty similar you need to hit fairways the greens are really tiny they're really tiny at the rbc heritage so i agree and harold line of the third was t3 there plus it's a rbc event dude loves rbc events i love them. loves them what is he to win he's uh he's plus three thousand to win plus three thousand to win which I do say, I do have to say I hate that. Yeah. Like betting Haravana the third at plus three thousand is just disgusting. Like I don't want to do that. So, if I'm betting on Haravana the third, I need to I need to have him at like plus five at least. I like him in my uh pool though. I don't hate him for a pool play. I don't yeah. the only the only thing is like is he gonna shoot a ninety five in the final round? Like what is up with that guy? I know. He has, he's had to, he didn't finish at the RBC. He struggled there. He struggled before in final rounds. Um, he had that win earlier this year, what, in Saudi Arabia, that long putt. Um, 
But yeah, I uh, I'm not totally full in on um, on Mr. Uh, Harold Varner the third, but uh, I like him, and I I look forward to hearing more of what you have to say about some guys. Yeah, I like Harold. Uh, a popular pick so far that I've been kind of seeing floating around is actually P. Reed, who I he didn't he didn't his finish at the Memorial wasn't great. He had pretty much one good round. Other than that, it wasn't it wasn't awesome, but. He is starting to flash a little bit. He had a T10 or he had a top 10, excuse me, a couple weeks ago. He's made three straight weekends. He took that fake driver out of the bag. He's actually playing real golf clubs now, which is huge. Huge. Yeah, there's, there's a, someone took a screen grab of his uh, driver follow through the other day, and it was not a PXG. Club. It was not a PXG. So he took that trash can and put it where it belongs. Mm-hmm. And the only thing is, he doesn't hit a bunch of fairways, but he did drive it decently at the Memorial. I was watching him a little bit in featured coverage just because he was playing with Rory. So I kind of got a decent look at how he was playing. But like I said, the greens around this place are really small. So when everybody's going to miss greens, you'd rather have guys that have really good short games and you'd be, it's, it would be difficult to find a guy maybe outside of Cameron Smith that has a better short game than Patrick Reed. So always banking on a guy like this at that kind of event is probably a good call. So I like Patrick Reed. Um, He's plus 4,000 to win, which like, that's what I'm talking about. Like getting Patrick Reed at plus 4,000 for me yeah. outside. This is strictly betting wise, not your, not your uh, pool player or whatever. Yeah. Getting a major champion at 4,000 compared to Harold Varner the third at 3,000 is just a lot more value to me. I think that's smart. I agree. You, yeah. you know what? Does that make sense? No, it totally does. Yeah. 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 That's purely betting. I'm not saying like pool no. play, it might be better, but betting wise. Anyway. Yeah. You want to get your, but be- you want to get your best uh, deal. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And he's plus uh, 185 for a top 20, which will be going on my card this week. That'll be, I don't know if I'm going to bet him outright, but top 20 yeah. is going to be on there. Yeah. I like, who else do you like? Uh, I like Big Tone. He's made yeah, six. Weekends. He's finished inside the top five twice in his last four starts. Again, I don't know if this is a winner play. You might want to just get him for a top 10 because who knows what Tony's going to do today. He's not, he's not known as a closer, that guy. He needed but, Smith to blow one in the ocean at the Northern Trust to win that golf tournament. So he's not necessarily a closer. I feel like t- t- Tony, too, as we learned in the past with him, like when he when he gets hot, like he goes in waves, right? Like last year, like when he, when he was in that final with Homa in L.A., when he, he got some ups and downs. He's been down for a while. Now he's quietly, like you said, two top fives in there. Like when he starts going back up, you got to get him in there. Yeah, he reached his peak pretty Maybe much at the at the he reached his peak at the Northern trust when he beat Cameron Smith. And then literally yeah. until, I don't know, two months ago, he was at the bottom of the roller coaster. And for the last couple months, he's, I think he's kind of finding it, which is yeah. cool. He could be a good, he could be a good guy to pick him. Yeah. He strokes in uh 20th on the year in approach, which was big. Again, he doesn't hit a bunch of fairways, but like he bombs it. So mm-hmm. those kind of guys usually don't hit a bunch of fairways. He'd be able to put three wood in his hand a lot this week. So that will hopefully result in more fairways. So I like Big Tone. Obviously, his putter is a gigantic problem, but yeah, I like him this week. I think. I think I'm gonna go Big Tone. I like Tone. I'm not gonna use him in a major or anything this year. No, no, no. no. And it would be funny. Like this would be this would be a funny event for Tony to win. Like he doesn't really win events, and for him to win in Canada would be very funny. Man, I can't wait to see some press conferences this week too from these guys. Like leading up to the event, like, God, I can't. You know, I mean, I this isn't this is not being, uh, what's the word? Oh my God, I'm blanking on the easiest word of all time. Anyway, mm-hmm. everyone listening to the show knows I'm a huge Rory guy, but I can't yeah. wait for his fucking press conference. Yeah, because he is the best. He's probably what the best interview in golf. 
Yeah, and he talked last week and it was great. He was like, look at the field, like does make you jump up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But like I want to see what JT has to say about it. Like I like I want to see well, who else is in this? Because JT's a, JT's a sneaky good interview too. Like he yeah, he'll like throw he'll good. throw some stones too, which I like. Yeah, and then you get like, you know, with Poulter and Westwood in there, you got these old school Ryder Cup guys. So it's interesting to see what like, you know, like Rory had to say about that and to say about, you know, like Tyrrell Hatton's there. He's he's very friendly with Poulter and Westwood. So it's 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 spicy. Is Tommy Fleetwood playing this week? I didn't see his name. I don't think so. I didn't see his name. Um so all they actually have no press conferences today. Which, granted, makes my work shift today a lot easier. But tomorrow we'll hear from Corey Connors, JT, Scotty, Mackenzie Hughes, and Rory. Okay. Scotty won't say anything. Nope. Uh, JT and Mc- or Corey Connors and Mackenzie Hughes are just going to talk about Canada. Yep. So our only hope at a had a spicy press conference is Rory's and uh, Justin. Yeah. It'll be great to hear JT say something. Mm-hmm. Man, because I don't know. Uh, I had to pick between the two, I think Rory is better friends with Dustin than Justin is. Like Rory and Dustin like play practice rounds together and stuff. Yeah. Dustin just doesn't care about anything. Never has. At least to uh, to us on the outside, he doesn't seem to care about anything. No, just give me that money. Play my events. Fish. Which is fine. Yeah, whatever. I would think I would have thought uh, Daniel Berger would have went over there just a bunch of money and now he can just spend life on a boat. But good for him, he didn't do it. Yeah. I'm surprised Tyrrell Haddon isn't over there. To be honest with you, I was going to say that I thought Tyrrell. I thought Tyrrell was going to be one of the guys on that list. He complains about every goddamn course he plays over here. Everything, and I will say, if people yeah. complain about the golf course next week when I'm there, I'm going to protect yeah. it because it, it's in our home turf. Sick. It's down the road, and it's sick. If Tyrrell Hatton starts throwing around bullshit, I'm going to be mad about it. There's so many greens that are like they like right, run right up to like bunkers. You know, there's, there's mm-hmm. very little fringe, and so. and it's so New England because I I don't know what kind of grass it is. I'm not into. I'm not a big grass guy. Yeah, admittedly, I don't know anything about that. But for some reason up here, the same thing happens with the travelers. Mm. When the grass gets long in certain places, like we get really good looking fescue up here. Hot fescue. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to bring it's fescue, but kind of not like the long grass looks really good. And it's more like decorative kind of up here. Like it's in spots where like guys probably aren't going to hit it. But the bunkers are very rugged looking. Like they're not perfect. They're very like hard and choppy, which I love. Mm-hmm. The greens are awesome at the country club. Like there's some square greens, which for some reason yeah, I always love green. that. Love a square green. I don't know yeah. why. There's some blind tee shots or some blind things, and like it's just gonna be fun to watch and play. Some of it, some of it is kind of like Lynx vibey. Yeah, like on a couple holes, you're literally just aiming at a point in the sky. Like, there's a green over there somewhere. I'm just yeah. Gonna... I don't know why I don't. I don't remember this course. I was watching that video last night, and like the front nine didn't look memorable. I didn't remember any of the front nine. Oh, I don't remember any of it. It all looked it all looked very lengthy on the back nine. But then, like, there was like a second. There's uh, three nines on the property. They were saying where like like they they intermix some things for championship golf. Yeah, for for tournament golf, they they kind of they kind of puzzle them together to make the best golf course. Like one of the, yeah. I believe, I don't know if it's a, it might be one of the par fives on the back, but the green is like from a par, f- like three, it's a par three green into a par four fairway. 
that includes like another green. Like the yeah. end of the fairway is a green from a different hole, yeah. which I think is very funny because yeah. it's still cut like a green. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> which I love. So, yeah, but the place looks incredible. I can't wait for the when we record, when we record next week. I will be booth on the ground. Yep. So what are you, are you staying down in Brookline or you stay commuting each day? I'm going to commute each day. It's not too bad. Like, like I might catch some traffic around the city, but it's kind of straight down. Like I just got to yeah. drive straight down and it's right there. Or what day do you start working there? Monday? Uh, my No, there. I'm not going down there Monday. I'll be down there Tuesday though. Tuesday. Nice. Yep. So hopefully Super I'll jealous. be able to do more uh, fun stuff than actual reporter job because I'm not a reporter. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. So. I don't know. It's going to be really fun. And then the week after that, I'm at the Travelers for a couple of days. I'll be at the Travelers Oof. Wednesday and Thursday. Look at you. Look at you all grown up. Yep. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Open is going to be way better. But do do I do do you do I look different to you today? Do I appear different to you at all today? Do you appear different? Just like not my looks, but just my aura, my um, just my persona. Do I? Because I, I feel a lot different. You look agitated because of the live thing. I was agitated earlier, but I, I just, I'm a different person these days. I don't know if you know about this, but I'm a, um, I'm a single Oh, handic- let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm a single handicap, baby. Let's go. That's sick. Let's that go. Fuck yeah, dude. Last week I was on here and I had to talk to you about the 101 I shot the weekend before. On Saturday, I went out on my friend's d- different country club, shot a 79, baby. Golf is the stupidest game in the world. Dumbest game ever. <laughs> it's the dumbest. You shouldn't be able to shoot a score 22 shots different than the last time you played golf. No. I, oh, God. I a 79 to get me to a 9.9 handicap. And then uh, Sunday, I played another friend's country club that I never played before. I shot an 83. And drop down to a 9.5. I'm currently a 9.5. And you know what's the funniest thing? I looked at my handicap background. Last December, I was an 18.2 handicap. December 2021, you were a... Yes. Six months ago? Yes. Wow. Holy shit. You cut your handicap in, <laughs> handicap in half in six months. Yeah. It's, uh, 12, 12.04.21, I was an 18.1. Wow. Dude, that's like legitimately impressive. Thank you. That's fucking awesome. Good for you. Yeah. 79. I hadn't shot in the 70s in like five or six years. And on 18, I knew I didn't. I'm not the kind of guy that keeps my score, but I know like where I'm at. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm not like, oh, I have a sorry if I did. So I, I knew keep I, it in, I keep it in my head. Yeah. Like I knew I was like, oh, that's yeah, a bogey. That's two over. I'm and so over. I was on 18 T and I'm like, I probably need to par here to get a 79 or maybe a 78. And there's water on the right. And I bomb a drive down the middle. Hit a wedge to like 20 feet, two putt for par. And as I'm picking my ball out, my buddy goes to me. He's like, what did you get? It was, that was pretty good, right? And I'm like, I think it was. And we added up like, Sammy and I, let's go. That Come is on. awesome. That is awesome. Breaking, breaking. Granted, and I did I, with no birdies. No, not a birdie on the car. Yeah, see, that's good. Go- that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Missed a bunch of birdies, but. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, something about something about like the drive home after you play golf when the first digit of your score is seven is a lot different than if it's eight. Oh, what if it's a one? Like like an like an <laughs> like eight or one, yeah, yeah, or one, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. There's such a difference between shooting an eighty-one and a seventy-nine. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just a feeling. I don't know. And I love my mom, 
and she's probably listening to this, but she, I was talking to her yesterday and my dad was like, congrats on your 79. I'm like, yeah, I played Saturday, Sunday too. I played really well. And then my mom's like, what'd you shoot that? I go, I shot an 83. And she goes, ah, oh, well, not all days can be our best days. <laughs> Yikes. And I'm like, no, mom, that was really good too. That's a really good score too. I was very happy with an 83, mom. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's very good too. <laughs> oh, sick. I know. I play, I played Roasted golf. by my mom. Yeah, for real. Jeez. Same went through the floor. I played golf on, on Sunday and uh, yeah, getting off the, getting off the tee is a problem for me right now. Really? A couple, a couple times. Like it is very funny when I get off the tee, when I find the fairway, I played on Sunday when I found the fairway off the tee, I just made very easy pars. Yeah. But like, man, some of my tee shots were very tough. What's your dog doing? He's biting his tail. He's not supposed to be biting his tail. Why? What's wrong with it? Let's go cut there or something. I had to snap at him. <laughs> snap. But yeah, I, my tempo right now, everything is good. I got some weird. I have some weird chipping. Uh, some weird chipping uh, grips that most most uh, teachers will be like, "What are you doing there?" Uh, like, like Maddie Fitz. Like if no, if I'm going to hit a if I'm trying to hit like a bump and run with like an eight iron around the greens, or even like a like a gap wedge, like I'll take a gap wedge out if I'm in like some rough around the greens. And you know how people always say uh, choke down on your club. I choke up on the club so much so that my top hand is half off off the grip. Why? And it, it frees up the club face and just gets the ball rolling. Like I I don't uh, it just it settles everything down. And, and then also. Uh, I'm picking spots where I'm going back to one-handed chipping. So the other day I was, I was on a hill side hill with a bunker in front of me. And then a very, then a very, uh, not a lot of green to work with. And I took out a one-handed chip, 56 tree wedge, flipped it up over the bunker, landed on the green rolls like three feet. You're, you're chipping the golf ball with one hand on the golf club. Yes. <laughs> My right hand on the golf club. I used to do that extensively. Um, friends like Did you really, that. yeah, I used to do it extensively. What do you mean you can't do that? No, friends of mine are like you. It's not. It's not good for like your your for consistency. Oh, I was gonna say. I think you can just hit. Yeah, you can do ball. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. But I've seen some guys on tour do it occasionally. But like I did it one time practicing, and I was clipping the ball just like perfect every time. And so I bring it on the course, and it's good for like like little flop shots. I have to hit over. Like for some reason, I can just flop it up. Ball goes up perfectly. Lands perfectly. With one with one hand, you're forced to use the bounce more. And yes. If you don't know how to use the bounce, yes, you with one hand, and all of a sudden you'll use the bounce by accident. That's why you can do it. So I use my right hand, and I haven't done it. I haven't done it in a while, but like I've recently, like, hey, just do what works. Use the, the hand off the of grip. Use one hand if you want it. Like the other day, I was playing with a buddy. He was like, "Did you sit that one handed?" Like, yep, dude. When you, I don't. It, it, this might be a, like a stupid. When I when I chip, I feel like this is going to be so stupid. I feel like I'm I'm throwing the ball with my right hand. Like I grip it like normal, whatever. My right hand controls my chipping the entire time. Yeah. Like if I want to hit it higher through impact, like I'll twist it up a little bit, whatever. That might be bad technique, but like it works really well. So I don't care. Yeah. For some reason on those little shots, when I go to two hands, like everything gets really faster. I can get crazy with it. Right hand just goes right through it. Yep. Love that. So, uh, yeah. So on 16 yesterday, on the 79 round, I chipped up and it uh, rolled up, hit the pin, and almost went in and sat an inch away. 17 good chips. Like I just, I just I'm playing really good golf right now. That's all you got to do, man. You just got to get it around. It doesn't matter what it looks like. No. No, but my drives, irons, everything. It's just, it's fun to play golf. I know. 
It did, I did say that I w- went golfing with the uh, family and I was like, it's fun not shanking the golf ball anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You're shanking them a little bad. Like off the, off the fur. I, it was like a 400 yard par four. I hit like a, my three wood off the tee. Perfect. Like two forty, two forty five, And then I just hit up. I just was like, Oh, I'll just aim at the middle of the green stock gap wedge into the middle of the green had like a 15 foot birdie putt. Like, it's just nice to be able to yeah. do that again. <laughs> we saw Rom, sh- you know, Shahaza won the other day. Like, it happens. Dude, that was a weird first round. Like, Rom hit a shank. I don't know how this never ended up on Twitter. Victor Hovland hit two shanks in a row from the really? same exact spot. I was watching featured groups. He hit it in the rough down the left on a hole. He hit a shank, and it was very strange because he looked uncomfortable over the golf ball. I'm like, man, he doesn't look great over this. He, can- he waggled too many times. He hit a shank. Hit a tree, hit a cart path, went way over. Everybody thought it was out of bounds. Jeez. He dropped one in the same spot and hit a worse shank. <laughs> it went the guy. The guy on the course said it went forty-five degrees to the right and it went over his head. God, yeah, it was. It was very funny. I, I don't know how that didn't end up on Twitter. It was great. Jesus, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we got anything else today? What a what a weird show. We just talked about everything. Yeah, live strong, baby. Live strong, baby. Their their advertisements on Twitter are terrible. Everything about this thing is like terrible. when you uh, when you purchase like Adobe for the first time and they give you like stock images. Like that's what their a promotional thing is. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. What was that? Oh, the one the one broadcaster. What's the guy's name for the Golf Channel who left? Like he's like a side. He's like a. Oh, uh, I don't. Reporter. The thing is, I saw his name. I I don't I, I don't know him well I, enough to know. I know him. Is. I know he's kind of like he's he's he covers a lot of uh, LPGA events, and he's like he's actually a fun guy to like listen to. Like on the course, he's got a good personality. But it was like that. It was like, and we're gonna take uh, that guy. <laughs> like that guy, really? It's going. He's gonna leave the Golf Channel, like NBC, like this you know concrete job, and go over to this league that who knows what's gonna happen. All right. All right, guys. As of five minutes ago, the USGA has announced that those in the Live Golf Series will still be able to compete in the next week's U.S. Open. Gutless. That is going to be the media circuses of media circuses. And And I have to be there for that. That is bullshit. I don't want to. I don't care. You want to be there for that. I'm going to go in that press room when Phil does, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. What a city for that to happen. But you know, Boston sports, like it's, Oh it's, my God. I can't wait for Boston reporters to get a hold of that motherfucker. He's oh. not going to be able to get out of there. Those assholes. You think Phil's going to get chirped a lot too by fans, dude. <laughs> this isn't like middle of the country. This, this isn't is going like, to like Iowa to play a oh, golf tournament. Fucking Mickelson kid. Why don't you go back over to the Saudis guy? Hey, hey, fucking lefty. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that. God, you couldn't be going to like a worse sports city. To Everyone's be, hopped up it. on their fucking uh, they got French vanilla regulars. Adam seasonal in the fucking yeah. in the in the. I just finished my uh, lodge <laughs> regular from Donkeys. Let's go down and heckle Lefty. God, next week's going to be incredible. Oh, it's uh, going to be electric. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. God. I wish yeah. I could be one of those assholes. That's the thing. Like, I, I, it sucks that I can't be on that side. You gotta be professional. You're a professional journalist. God, it'd be so fun if I didn't have to, though. Like, if I could yeah. go in that media center and be an asshole. Yeah. That'd be way more fun. 
All right, let's go get some lunch. Oh boy, I just got to check Twitter. Um, all business skeet with no with no photo says reading your digital toilet paper trash article. It's almost like you think the U.S. government is an upstanding organization looking after the rights of the people all over the world. Get off your high horse, you peasant! The U.S. government is no different than the Saudi ghouls you write about. <laughs> this is the stuff. Oh, he replied to me three times. This guy wrote three tweets at me. Dude, he is upset with you. His name is All Business Skeet. Yeah. Someone named All Business Skeet in your mentions about an article you wrote is tough. Yeah. The worst golf article take I've read in my all my life, he says. This guy's a peasant and a scared nerd. American money is just as filthy as Saudi money. Anyone who doesn't see that as a sheep, I'm glad these guys are cashing in. Old institutions fade when the status quo is challenged. Thanks, all business skeet. Imagine, imagine being on the side of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> imagine waking up in the morning and you're just like, I fucking love Saudi Arabia, man. I'm going to do all this. All I'm business skeet joined Twitter in 2020. He's got, he follows two people and he has no followers. He follows um, what I know them. No, he follows Duh, just random writers. <laughs> I always, I always think it's funny. Like there are really people out there that care that much about what we write about. Yeah, it's very strange. You know, like the guy wrote three tweets. I don't get it. With that mute button. See you later, all business skeets. See you, buddy. Bam, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go get some lunch. Yeah, I'm hungry as shit. All right, everybody. Enjoy the RBC Canada Open. And then... Oh, I didn't go. Lock of the week. What's your lock of the pick of the week? Oh, no. Instead of doing that, tell everybody who you're going to pick for your uh, uh, survivor pool. Not survivor. Whatever they call it. Season long. Uh, Tony Finau, where you be now? (laughs) Sick. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) <laughs> I like that a lot. Cool. Who's your Who's your lock of the week? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Patrick Reed top twenty plus one eighty five. I like it. Or or Rory to miss the cut. Honestly, I might just be rooting for that. Yeah. This might be the one week I where I root against Rory. So that's what I got. <laughs> Everybody enjoy the RBC Canada Open, and then next week is the fucking U.S. Open, the second big. Let's go, week baby. Here, baby. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. So enjoy the enjoy the beautiful St. George's, and uh, we'll talk to you next week for a long. And uh, look out for Smash Torque and Pow over in London this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you turn into Live Golf Torque. Series on on uh, on YouTube Live or whatever the fuck they're going. Yeah, Torque, Torque. <laughs> All right, see ya. See ya.